many times have you thought about quitting your job and starting a new life? Hey, I'm Lindsay, the girl who actually did that. And now I'm on a mission to change the nine to five narrative that dreading Monday and working for the weekend is normal and acceptable. My goal is to help you see your potential beyond your credentials, gain clarity on what it means to live life on your own terms, and build the confidence to go after your dream career. I'm here to prove to you that it's possible for you to do work you love, make a positive impact on the world, make even more money than you're making right now, and live a deeply fulfilling life. So let's dive in. Hello loves, welcome back to the podcast. I have a super special episode for you today. I'm going to be sharing some clips from one of my coaching calls with my client, Shelja. You guys have heard from her before. So she quit her accounting job just about three months ago to start her life coaching business. And she set a goal for December of getting three new coaching clients. And she was feeling all the self-doubt creeping in. (laughs) So I wanted to share some of these clips with you if you are feeling that same doubt come in. If you are a coach or especially if you're new in your business, we talk about how to deal with your ego because let me tell you, it will always be there trying to convince you of all the reasons why you can't do it, why it's not working, why you're going to fail, and why you should just give up. So we also talk about detaching your worth from the results in your business. We talk about letting things in your business flow with ease, releasing the frantic, forceful, anxious achiever energy, and allowing your business to flow We talk about why frantically DMing 100 people a day can work, but it is fully not the only way to get clients or the most effective way. And just balancing, letting things flow, letting things be easy, balancing that with showing up and doing the work in your business. Such a good episode for you if you are a coach or any type of business owner, or if you know that you want to work for yourself. And as a reminder, I have two private coaching spots left before I close off my private coaching package for the new year. So if you have been thinking about applying, if you're interested in coaching, I wouldn't wait. You can click the link in the show notes or go to lindsayhanson.com slash apply. So this is for you if you know that you want to work for yourself, whether you have already started your business or not. Maybe you are feeling stuck in a job you hate and just don't know where to start when it comes to launching your business. Maybe you have it as a side hustle and you want to take it full time so you can quit your job. If you are ready to take your business to the next level, to get things going, and to create your dream business and dream life in 2021, this is for you. lindsayhansoncom slash apply if you're interested in coaching, and let's dive into today's episode. I feel like up until now, I had really just been working on my mindset and like you know preparing myself to do the work itself and then now that like we set like you know I I 
put that desire out in the world, my ego kind of took it as like, okay, like this is the next big goal that I have to like obsess about for the next however long, you know? And I think that's not really serving me. And I feel like, um, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about gratitude and my ego just got kind of got caught up in like, you know, this is my desire. I want these clients. I want $3,000. Like, let's mm-hmm. just go and make this happen, right? Yeah. So where do you think that was coming from? Oh, it's definitely coming from, uh, you know, and it's funny because I'm going on the podcast on Saturday. So I was writing up like my answers to her questions and stuff. And she was like, when is the first time you felt anxiety? And I was like, well, I felt it when I was kind of told that I have to get, you know, you know, I have to raise up my marks in school, like from the 75 to 90s. And then I got really obsessive about like, you know, chasing after these goals and achievements and kind of um, attaching them to my actual worth. And then I became this like anxious achiever, but I'm like, I have done all this work on my mindset that I don't want to all of a sudden show up as that anxious achiever in my business, right? Because I want it to be easy. I want it to flow. I want to be guided by my intuition, desires, and energy. I don't want to be thinking about it all the time. And then at the same time, it's like, well, if you put a desire into the universe, like, like, aren't you supposed to be thinking about it constantly so you can make it, you know, manifest? And I was like, no, that's not true either. Because, for example, like, I made a vision board at the beginning of 2020. Did I say every day I want growth, growth, growth? No, I just sat there. I made the vision board. I looked at it, you know, when I passed by it. And then all of this happened. Yeah. So it's like, why do I have to be constantly chasing? And, you know, that's part of it. So I, I think I have an idea of, of where I'd like to be. It's just shutting out that ego. Yeah. So this is really good because it's like, you're stepping into a new way of doing things, mm-hmm. right? And what we've been used to for our entire lives is doing, like <laughs> being in anxious achiever mode, feeling like if you want something, you have to work really hard for it um, and like make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. But if that is not how you want to do things anymore, then yeah, there's going to be a period of time that's like your ego's freaking out because the only way it knows (laughs) is by being that anxious achiever and being obsessive and like thinking about the goal all the time and that being the only, like, I don't know about you, but when I was getting like my CPA license and when I was in school, it was like the only thing that consumed my entire life was studying. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, that didn't feel good. It doesn't. And it's fully possible to create a business without overworking yourself or hustling or doing and like trying to make it happen. It can be very easy. The clients can flow in with ease. So you get to trust that, you know, you're showing up and putting your message out there and the people who are going to be aligned with you at the exact right time in their own lives are going to come into your space. Yes. Because they're meant to go on their own journey and I get to be part of that journey. And it's just kind of waiting to unfold. And I just get to sit back and, you know, do the work obviously, but just. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, I don't know. Cause I think a lot of people think that means 
you're doing nothing and just waiting for things to come to you. But it's like, no, you're doing things. You're just doing the things that feel good. You're doing the things that feel inspired. You're posting content from a place of inspiration, not from a place of desperation and feeling like if I don't post something on Instagram today, then I'm not going to get a client, even though I don't really feel inspired to post anything. Right. There it's like, I don't know, like there are people who think the only way is to go out and message a thousand people every week. And it's just like, can you get clients that way? Yeah. Like it can work, but it's going to feel like shit. (laughs) And it's just not the only way. If I feel inspired to reach out to any particular person, I will. But typically that's not how my clients come in. Like typically they reach out to me. Yeah. And that feels a lot better. So why would I even bother DMing people? Like that feels like shit for me and it doesn't even work. <laughs> like it works kind of. I got some clients that way, but it was like they would have come into my space anyway. I did. So. Right? Like and it's like we think it works because maybe we get a couple clients from doing it in a way that feels like shit, but that's not why it worked. It worked because they would have come like even if I wasn't DMing a hundred people on LinkedIn every day, that client still would have come into my space. They still would have reached out to me or whatever would have happened because they were meant to work with me at that time. But I could have let it be easy, but there was a period of time in my business where I was definitely not letting anything be easy. (laughs) Like you're creating a new way of life. You're creating a new way of doing things. You're creating a new way of achieving goals that you set for yourself. And so understand that your ego is not going to feel safe because your ego only knows the anxious achiever mode. That's the mode where your ego feels certain that you're going to achieve the thing, right? Like that's been your comfort zone for like your whole life. (laughs) So it's like when I am frantic, I know I'm going to make the thing happen. And there's nothing wrong with that. You could fully be frantic desperation mode doing all the things and get the three clients but do you want it to feel that way feel like shit and makes me have migraines and it makes exactly no but i don't necessarily feel like i'm not thinking about my goals all the time yeah i think what matters is how you feel when you're thinking about them because i'm thinking about the things i want to create like every day of my life and typically it's in a very it's like excitement right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but any time where I notice it's not excitement and there's some weird doubt or fear around it, that's when I look at that and shift it. So I think thinking about what you want to create is good because then you're going to notice if there's any weird energy around it. But that's also, there are a lot of different ways it could happen. And it could be, like you said, with your vision board where you're like, you took a moment you got really clear on what you wanted and then you never really thought about it but it still all came together yeah anything is an option (laughs) yeah exactly you can exist in a state of ease and flow which is something that i hopefully will master someday but i'd be lying to you if i said i was there all the time like i'm fully not there all the time (laughs) like almost every day have a moment where my ego shows up and I feel like it's not working, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I don't know. It's just, it's just how you approach it, like with anything. And I wouldn't necessarily make it mean that you're being obsessive if 
you're thinking about it all the time, I would just notice what your energy is when you are thinking about it. Like, is it just excitement or is there something there? No, I think it's more of like a frantic desperation type energy of like, I need to like do all the things to like, you know, I guess it's like, I think, I think it's like not accepting that I don't know everything or something like that. Like I need to like, I need to listen to every podcast about money mindset. I need to like read every book, you know, like that type of thing. Which is like, in a way, I did learn stuff through the process, but then at the end, I was still feeling like, okay, well, I learned all this stuff. Like, where are the clients? <laughs> right. And that's really the thing is like, we can do it in a way that feels good, or we can do it in a way that feels frantic and feels yeah. like shit. Because yeah. it's like, if there's something you need to learn, it's going to come into your space. Yeah. It could come in by us being really frantic and being like, I need to consume all of the... Co- all of the podcasts and then we start listening to 10 podcasts a day and the one that we really needed will show up or (laughs) we can be in an energy of I know that the clients are coming in I know I'm being guided I know that if there's anything I need to learn it will come into my space and then maybe that one podcast you needed to hear will like show up someone will share it on their like someone you follow will share it on their Instagram story or something and you're led to the one thing you needed, yeah. but in a way that feels easy and natural and not frantic and desperate. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and it, the thing is, n- frantically listening to podcasts isn't necessarily bad, no. but it's just like, why are, you, why are we doing it, right? Are we doing it because we are telling ourselves that it can't possibly work unless I learn everything there is to learn? Or is it because we feel led to consume a bunch of podcasts and like, listen, like, if you're doing it because you feel called to, it's a very different energy than if I don't do this, I'm going to fail. Exactly. And that's like achiever mode, right? That's like, if I don't do this, I'm going to fail. If I don't do this, I won't get the clients. Yeah. And so part of it is checking in with where your energy is at like am I doing this from an inspired place or a frantic place um and then part of it the other part of it is being detached and knowing that even if the thing you want doesn't happen when you think it should that doesn't mean anything about anything right even if you don't get the three clients in December there's nothing that says you're not going to get them in January right and trusting and and not making it mean anything about you because if they don't show up in December, that doesn't mean that you did anything wrong unless you make it mean that you did something wrong, right? Exactly. And part of showing up and believing is like, it's going to happen one day because I'm showing up and, you know, available to receive that, right? And yeah. just believing in that. And I think that's like, the energy I want to be in. It's inevitable. <laughs> well, like the fact that like I completely, you know, from you know, wanting to my own accounting firm to this life coaching business, like, obviously the timing of that was for a reason, Right. you know? Like, I had to kind of, in a way, learn all those lessons to get to this point. Mm-hmm. That was, and, and I feel like I get so much power just from that story itself, because it's like, yeah, you've already, you know, been in an experience where you've trusted the timing of the universe, and things have unfolded, so why can't you do that going forward, right? Yeah. So I think that's the energy I want to be in. Yeah, and I'm not going to tell you it's easy to stay there all the time, but it's really just a matter of shifting whenever you notice that you're not in that energy, right? Yeah. Whenever you notice, 
oh, I'm feeling frantic. I'm feeling like it's not working. Shifting back into trust and into gratitude and into it is working. It's just a matter of time because it really is. Like, it doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't get clients. Like, you are, you are a coach. So, of course, the clients are going to come to you. Like, it's literally just a matter of time. It is. it is ridiculous to think that you're just never going to get another client. Like, of course they're coming in. <laughs> yeah. And, and for you, it's like, um, I already have done this before too. Right. Confidence from that. <laughs> this is why I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you're at. Your ego is always going to be your ego because the literal thought popped into my brain when I decided I wanted three new clients this month. My ego straight up was like, you, you can't get three clients in a month. And I literally got three clients in a month in September. <laughs> and my ego still wanted to believe that it wasn't possible. And I was like, I literally did it. Like, it's literally, I've, I've literally done it. And I still had the thought that it's not possible. Like, your ego's always going to be your ego. <laughs> I think what's hard is when we resist it, you know? But That's true. It's like your ego is always going to be there. So what if we can embrace it and know yeah. that it's trying to keep us safe? Because that's really what it is. Yeah. It's trying to protect us. So that like protect us from taking risks, protect us from putting ourselves out there and being rejected, protect us from yeah. not making money. Like your ego, our ego is trying to protect us. And so for me, it's usually like, okay, thank you. Thank you for trying to protect me. Like I hear you, but I'm choosing not to believe that thought because it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. And it, it's kind of like, it is that inner critic who's like, you know, no, you're not good enough or you can't do this or you won't be able to do this. And it's like, yeah, like watch me. I will. Right. And it's like anything that we resist, we are giving power to. Right. Mm -hmm. So because any time that we like don't want something to be there, we're, we're, we're giving energy to it. The thoughts are going to be there. They just are. So if we can say, okay, I know I'm going to have these thoughts that it's not working, but I also know they're not true. Then we like take the power away from them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of taking your power back and being like, I'm going to do the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Like I know that my ego is going to freak out and tell me all the reasons why it can't work. And I know that those might feel true. It might feel very true that it's going to be hard to get three clients. But is that actually true? No. Like, there's nothing that says you can't get three clients, like, three applications tomorrow. Like, there's nothing that says that besides your ego. And I've, you know, I've done my part in showing up. And like you said, if that's in December or January or even February, that's totally fine. Yeah. Like, we are the ones placing the timeline on ourselves and making yeah. it mean that because it hasn't happened by December 31st that it's never going to happen or that we did something wrong. Yeah. So that's not the ultimate truth. That's just our brain. <laughs> it's just our ego. So like it's just I think a matter of knowing that your ego is going to be freaking out because you're deciding to do things in a new way and it feels unsafe and your ego's job is to protect you. So anytime it feels unsafe it's going to be freaking the fuck out. But it's just like you get to know that what your ego is telling you is not. It's like I like to think of my ego as a child sometimes. Yeah. So it's like if you have a toddler who's throwing a temper tantrum because they don't want to go to the doctor 
Like, are you going to let them make the decisions for themselves? No, they're a fucking child. Going to the doctor is good for them. And you know that. So as the parent, you don't have to stop the temper tantrum in order to get them to the doctor's office. You can just put them in the car, let them throw a temper tantrum and take them with you and still do the thing. Yeah, it's true. So that's how I like to think of my ego sometimes when it's freaking out. It's like, what if we can let that part of us be freaking out? but still know that it's working. Still know that all of the frantic thoughts are not the truth. Let them be there, but choose to do the thing anyway. (laughs) Yeah, and like feel like the frantic thoughts a lot of the time help me shift and heal and grow even more. And like, you know, we're always, you know, growing. So just let them come, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing is there's a lot of growth that can happen from us looking at the fear and rewriting those stories like I think that can help it feel less frantic but there's also an option of letting your ego be your ego and just deciding not to listen to it you know (laughs) like it's not that I wasn't terrified when I quit my job like you've been there right your ego was still there but you were deciding not to listen to it (laughs) you were deciding not to give it any more power no it's true and it's like on September 30th I remember telling my manager I was like I don't know how this is gonna work like I just like she's like no you'll like establish your own routine like everything's gonna be fine like you know like yeah and guess what I made it through that period of and the other thing that I've realized is like my ego's always freaking out the most right before I up level is what it feels like so now it's not only like letting my ego be there it's also knowing that okay, I can feel that my ego is freaking the fuck out. That probably means I'm about to up level. Yeah, yeah. it actually is a good thing because I'm deciding that it means I'm doing the thing, like it's working. It has to be working or my ego wouldn't be freaking out this much because it wouldn't feel so unsafe. Yeah, because it doesn't want you to up level. It doesn't want you to go big. It wants you to stay small and safe. There we go. All right, my loves, I hope you loved this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to take a screenshot, post it on your Insta story, tag me at Lindsay M. Hansen, and come follow me if you're not already hanging out with me on Instagram. Reminder, don't wait if you are interested in applying for coaching. I only have two spots left for the new year. So if you are ready to quit your job, start your side hustle, or take your business full-time in 2021, now's the time to make it happen. lindsayhansoncom slash apply, or that link is also in the show notes. And as always, if you want to show your support for the show, you can go to lindsayhansoncom slash podcast, or you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and tell the people why you are obsessed with the show always i love you i appreciate you i am here for you always i hope you are enjoying your holidays i hope you have an amazing new year and i will talk to you guys in 2021